What up, Baker Tears? It's your boy, Fashion Lloyd T. We back here with season two of Baker Life Experience. And you already know we coming with the bangers. He's back. Wait, did he say season two? <laughs> what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Terrence, a.k.a. Fashion Lloyd T. What up, man? Baker Life Experience. How are everybody doing? I have a wonderful co-host for today. And it is Brene. How you doing, Brene? Everything doing good? I'm doing well. Okay, okay. Doing well. So today, subject we're going to talk about um, heartbreaks, and um, this is a pretty good topic that you know I definitely want to talk about because it's um, a lot about what people go through and something I have definitely had worked on during my fasting i finally finished it it was good 21 days but i did 24 just because i you know there's you know i think i needed more to to focus on so Brene, uh question um mm -hmm. have you ever got your heart broken before absolutely yeah you want to talk about how how it happened? Yeah, I think, you know, the main big heartbreak is, like, with... So, I have a son. He's five. Mm -hmm. And with his dad and us not working out. And that was probably the biggest heartbreak of my life. Like, well, I won't say my life. But that was the biggest, most recent, like, adulthood heartbreak. Because it's just, you know, you always want your kids to grow up in that, like, nuclear family. Mom, dad, kid. And then when it doesn't happen, it's definitely a heartbreak. Mm. It I, I definitely understand because like you know me and you how we both are single parents and like I don't know for me it's like I can't really say like I had I had a like a crazy heartbreak because for me it's like you have to allow that person in, into your heart forward to break it mm -hmm. and I feel like I haven't really like done that yet because I'm more like I'm always looking like man I'm not finna give you skeptical of yeah people. so I'm always like I'm gonna give you a little bit but not everything because I'm always like protecting that side because it's going to happen you just mm -hmm. you, you preparing it whenever it does happen if that makes sense yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. And I think that's the thing. Like, I really put my all into that relationship. Like, all, everything I had, I feel like I gave that relationship. And it just didn't turn out how I wanted it to. And, I mean, I feel like as a woman, like, we, we go into relationships with different objectives. Like, men can really go in and be like, oh, I really want to fall in love. I really want this, this, and that. But, like, as women, we got to look at other stuff. Like, can you provide? Can you protect? Can you... You know, can you do these things? And so when you find somebody who can and they're not willing to, like, give you that and you feel like you're giving your all, mm -hmm. it's definitely, like, a, a gut-wrenching pain or, like, a stab to the heart when you don't get it, get that return that you feel like you invested in. Because I definitely understand because as men slash boys, um, it's, it's more of, like, who do you have in front of you? Do you have a man or do you have a boy? And it's like, okay, now I got to teach him how to be a man if he's not a man. Or if he is a man, how can I grab his attention so he can see where I'm coming from? Because we, as men slash boys, we're very uh, stubborn and we think one way. Mm -hmm. And we just be like, man, that, that's, that's, how, how, that's how we are. And we just, we, we are definitely trained that way. We definitely don't want to um, compromise when it comes to certain things, it's like, man, I'm not doing it. This is who I am. It just, but else you got to grab our attention. You have to do something. For me, to grab my attention is, like, either, like, you in my face or, like, you crying or we, like, hey, babe, like, we need to talk. Like, we got to talk about something. And I'm, like, okay, that we need to talk. Mm -hmm. That that my, my light in my head, like, oh, snap, something's wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely think men have much shorter attention spans 
and their projection is much shorter than like women. Like we're thinking 20, 30 years down the road. Correct. Y'all are probably thinking like two to five years down the road. Correct. On that day. Yeah. So it's day by day for us. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what we ate yesterday. You want to talk about an argument that we had? Like, right. I don't remember. Right. So it's like, yeah, men and women be on two different wavelengths. And that's what always sets people up for a heartbreak. Like, and it's so weird because it's like, you know, I've, I've met people since I've been single and some people are like ready to settle down. And I'm like, you know, at that moment, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not ready to settle down. So then it's just like men and women can never be on the same page at one given time. It seems. Like it's very rare. And that's that that's what really be leading to the heartbreak. So after the heartbreak, then what? You just got to you got to re refine what makes you happy. Correct. Like those things before the heartbreak that you really enjoyed doing that really brought you happiness and peace and and satisfied your soul, mm-hmm. you got to get back to that stuff and really find it. And it takes time. It definitely takes time. It takes time. It takes a lot of deep thought, a lot of self-reflection, Correct. therapy if needed. Correct. It takes a lot. Because like once you're dating somebody and their problems become your problems and Sometimes we kind of lean on that that person for that peace, and then that because that person becomes the peace. So it's like any little thing happens. Now my peace is disturbed, and there's I'm pretty sure, speaking on my relationship, is a lot of um, challenges that we never did really fix. We always like band aid it, and we just like. Well, if you ain't saying nothing, I ain't saying nothing, and then we and then we can continue life, and something else challenges happen, and then we back at square one. On top of that, it's that problem that we never did fix, and then it keeps going, and then something small happens, then it's the domino effect mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. What do you do? Like, you definitely communicate, but I, it has to be more um, compromised and transparent. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people are very stubborn, like, ways, and then they're set in their ways, and it's like you can't fix that because they're, they're stuck in their ways. Any Anything that you do, or they just go by that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's kind of, like, speaks to the whole, like, codependency thing. Like, people always say like oh you know those two are codependent on each other and it's toxic or it's a bad thing but like how can i don't understand how people get in relationships and aren't codependent on each other like it's just it seems like the natural progression of things like when you become when you're dating somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody like that's the whole point y'all are supposed to merge your lives together and build like this thing together so like your success is dependent on their success and their success is dependent on yours which is codependency so it's like once you stop, once you no longer have that crutch or that codependency to like lean on, mm-hmm. like you, you're going to be lost for a little bit. Correct. And then like with the whole stubborn thing, it's like, I don't feel like you could ever, like it's okay to have like your opinions and voice your opinions and have your side and, you know, be firm in some of your beliefs. And, you know, sometimes you got to compromise or the other person has to compromise if you're really, really strong about something. Mm-hmm. But you know, being stubborn and strong, strong-headed, strong-willed is never going to make for a successful relationship. Like, you have to have some type of wiggle room sometimes. Definitely. And it has to it has to really do on, like, on, like, your homework. You know what I mean? Like, did you fix your last relationship before you enter our relationship? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's more about that. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people are very trying to jump into something and then, like, not knowing, like, what they want. They just getting – most people see something in in that other person as they want from themselves, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And it's, and people do that, and it's just like, okay, you want to be with me? Okay, well, show me. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't do that. It's just the fear of missing out. And um, a lot of, I'll say boys, they're more of, they see a good woman and they know they have a good woman, mm-hmm. 
but they're not willing up. They're not willingly to step it up for that good woman. Yep. They're more. They're more like, I know she's good, but I don't want nobody else to have her. Right. So let's let me take her off the market, and let me you know continue doing what I'm doing, even though I'm not ready. But let me continue doing what I'm doing, and I'll make her get used to my ways. Type. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that waiting around thing. That's really. That's where I was. That's where I was in my last relationship, waiting around. Like, oh, he says, you know, he sees sees himself with me, just not right now. It's like, okay, maybe next year, maybe <laughs> next month, maybe next week. Who knows? It could change overnight. Yeah. So I'll just stick around and see. And then it's just like, you got to get out of that. Like, one thing I learned from my last relationship is a man will do what a man wants to do. That's a fact. If they want to take you out, they're going to take you out. If they want to buy you something they're gonna buy you something if they want you to be your girlfriend their girlfriend you're gonna be their girlfriend if they want you to be your their wife they're gonna make you their wife mm-hmm. like, there's no oh maybe we'll see like no if a man wants to do something he gonna do it mm-hmm. he, he, there's no don't try to force him don't try to talk him into it don't try to convince him it's not gonna work true but then like do you blame that on on the on the mom you may blame on the parents because it's, it's it's more like we we're trying to break the cycle of monkey see monkey do. So if our parents are very good at showing love and showing support, and your your dad you know shows that how you know he loves his 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 his, his like your mom and you know what I mean things like that. You kind of like you kind of like lean on that as far as like how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the fact that, you know, he wasn't really, his his mom wasn't really, his dad didn't show his mom that to, to make him, like, he's not used to showing you that? Um, I definitely think, like, not to get into, like, other people's business or yeah. whatever, but, you know, just based on what I know and what I've seen of his parents' relationship, like, they're still together today, but it's not, it hasn't been easy. Like, yeah. You know, he definitely saw the trials and tribulations of their relationship. It definitely, it's definitely been like a topic of conversation. Like, well, you know, I came from a semi-broken home. You came from a broken home. Like, I don't want that for Good. my child or I don't want that for my life. So it definitely makes, I definitely think like, you know, what you see in your past or what you see in the generations before you definitely puts that like, fear or that anxiety of the commitment of the marriage of you know a relationship in you to where it's like well i don't even have an example i have no clue what a happy relationship looks like like Mm. who am i to even try to sit up here and pretend to have a happy relationship i have no clue what it looks like that's true you you see on tv shows but you like it's fake right it's tv yeah and it's like i i guess I don't know. Like, I'd probably say, like, the Obamas. You know what I mean? But that's later. You know what I'm saying? We already growing up now. So, it's like, you you really don't. It's more like, okay, my my parents, you know what I'm saying? Their relationship has, has been rocky, but it's, it got a lot better. But it was just like, I don't know where to, where to look. So, I'm thinking in my head more steps than just right now. I'm playing chess. So let me, let me, let me think and brainstorm and come up with solutions to make my my girl or my wife to be, you know, happy. So I'm thinking like outside the box. I can't think of like what my dad did. I gotta think about what am I gonna do to make yeah. things better. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it it really depends on that person. You gotta you gotta break generation curses, and it and it it, it definitely sucks, but. You have to do it because if not, your kids gonna have that, and that's one thing. Like, I have learned. Like, of course, we as parents, we want our child to be, you know, financially debt free. But if I can't do that, long as my son is mental debt free, then I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I change or I you know curve that part of the of the curse. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's part, yeah, it definitely has a lot to do with generational curses, generational traumas, and, like, what we see, and I was, like, even having a conversation with some people on Clubhouse about, like, how do women show their appreciation to men in the first place, and it's like, well, really, when you think about it, like, that wasn't the man role, like, their role was not to receive appreciation, their role was not to receive gifts or anything like that, and it's like, 
So it's like nowadays women are trying to be more, you know, appreciative to their men, especially black men and show them their appreciation, like by buying them gifts or just doing different things for them. And it's like, well, what do you get them? I don't even know what to get them. So you ask your parents or you ask your grandparents, your grandparents like, oh, just get them some cufflinks or a tie. <laughs> and it's like, don't nobody wear cufflinks and ties anymore. Like, yeah. I understand that's what y'all did because that was just simple and easy back yeah. in the day. But like, we trying to do something that has more thought, more yeah. effort nowadays to try, like really show that we're here and we're trying to change and show black men that it does the, the weight of a family doesn't fall on you 100%. Like you don't have to bear that burden alone. But we don't have any examples. We really don't. As as a man job, especially a black man job, we 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 fight the world every day. Fight the world. We gotta come home. We like we fight the world just being your color. Top of that, you at work. There's people at work that don't like you because of your color. You know what I mean. And then on top of that, like you are hearing stuff every day. Then you gotta think about coming home. And then, like, it just, it just a lot. And I, and I always say, like, um, I think it's called, like, kick a cat. Kick a cat rule where the the dad, the dad, the dad's, you know, hearing stuff left and right. So when he come home from work, he's mad at the wife. The wife takes it on the kid. The kid kick a cat because the cat ain't doing nothing. The cat just sitting there. So the cat, you know, is upset because mm-hmm. it got kicked. Right. So it's more, it's more of that. And and what I learned in my past relationship is, is never to bring work home, like leave work at work, because at the end of the day, your kids starting to see, like, man, like when daddy come home, daddy ain't right. Or mommy come home, you know, she's like, she need a moment or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's that. And definitely, like, um, one of the things with, like, my past relationship was, us like comparing our struggles it's like in relationships like our everybody's life you, you're gonna have your struggles some mm-hmm. people's struggles may be big some people's struggles may be small to you but who, who are you to say what's big and what's small to somebody else so it's like you just got to be understanding and like compassionate to realize like okay maybe i've gone through some things that may seem completely outrageous but this person hasn't so this one thing that i deem small because of my life experience is something big to them mm. and i shouldn't sit up here and, and try to compare like you know make them feel bad or make them feel stupid for feeling like you know for feeling upset in that situation like they have every right and they're entitled to their emotions and i'm gonna like you have to validate their emotions and you know try to help them work through it not put them down more or make them more angry by arguing being like oh you think you had a rough day like no like Okay, so your day was rough, so was mine. Yeah. Like it's not; it doesn't matter what happened or who yeah. happened to who, who. You know whose day was worse or who day was better. Like yeah. we just had a bad day. Like yeah. let's let's bond over that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like let's talk shit about our our coworkers <laughs> together. Like let's not fight each other. We yeah. got the whole world to fight. That's true. We're away from each other. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Do you prefer to be in a relationship or you prefer to be single? I think there's benefits to both. Mm. I think there's benefits to both. Like, definitely being in a relationship, you always have that person. Like, you know, you always have your person that you can call, you can do things with, you can go places with. You always have somebody to tell your exciting news to and stuff like that. But then, like, being single, like, you know, you have your independence. You can do what you want to do. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to talk to anybody if you don't want to talk to anybody. You can just relax, go where you want to go, do what you want to do. Like, you don't have to be considerate of somebody else's like time and energy in their feelings. Okay. So I think it's, it, there's benefits on both sides. I can't say I'm for one or the other. I'm just like one of those people. I go with the moment, like whatever the moment feels, whatever feels right in that moment is what I'm going to do. Okay. I think I'm the same way right now is like, like I said, I ain't been in a relationship in like almost five and a half years going on six. And I got accustomed to it. I got accustomed to just, being by myself. So the fact that, like, me trying to, like, jump into a relationship is, like, now I got to adjust. Now I got to custom myself more about, okay, now I got to care about somebody else's feelings and make sure, hey, it's okay or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and for that, cause some people would be like, I'm stuck in my ways. Like, this is how it is, things like that. But at the end of the day, like, that's not really going nowhere. And you got you definitely 
have to change that. Because mm-hmm. if not, it's going to be the the same cycle. And then you start realizing when you become single, it's like, is it is it me? Like, am I the problem? Right. So definitely just do a lot of homework. I'm thinking about actually this year going to therapy. I think it's time for me to go and just figure out different uh, ways of how do I handle things or getting at somebody's point of view that don't know me that would, would definitely tell me like their side and very educated more about um, things like that. Yeah, therapy is definitely beneficial to like find out your own personal like toxic traits and what could what you could be doing that's preventing you from getting the outcome you want. So I think therapy is definitely beneficial. I went to therapy after my last relationship ended. And it was very eye-opening to, like, really sit there and reflect and be like, all right, no, I, I'm not completely innocent in this situation, so I can live with that. But yet, also, I was not the problem. Mm. So that, you know, because you, you always, once you break up with somebody that you really feel like you loved and gave your all to, you're like, well, what did I do? Like, mm. it, it, it has to be something about me. You know, it has to be something about me that you did not want. But you sometimes it really isn't you. Like, it's really not. <laughs> it's that person. They're just not ready. They're not in that mental space. They're not capable of giving you the things they're, that you need. They are setting you up for a dream that they can't ever fulfill. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have no plan to fulfill. Yeah. I got you there. So, after... I'm not talking about like your last relationship though, but um, after you break up with somebody, and you see that person is like quickly into a relationship, don't that question everything? Like what what all y'all been through? Mm, I think I think it depends on where you are in your journey, like your journey from past that relationship. At first, maybe, like, if it's, like, a week or two, a month or two, yeah, it's probably going to be like, well, dang, that was awfully quick. But I think, you know, once you, like I said, I I pretty much went into therapy, like, immediately, maybe a month Mm. after the relationship was over. And we tried to do, like, family therapy because we have our son together. We wanted to try to, you know, make sure we can get along, be cordial, whatever, whatever. And what I had to realize is, like, I'm just glad that's not me. You know, I'm taking the time to make sure that I don't treat somebody wrong or I don't do anything to negatively impact somebody. And that person didn't take that time. Like, you know, they're just doing the same wrong things they did to you, to that person. And it's like, I feel bad for that person who has to deal with that now. Mm. But at the same time, I am so glad it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I don't even care. Like, if if that person was to get into a relationship immediately after, I don't care. Or, like, now, I would not care. I'm so glad. I hope you did your healing as I did. Mm. But if you didn't, I'm glad I'm not that person. Because mm. I could not deal with the person I am today post that relationship after the healing, after, you know, self-reflection, all of that. Could not deal with that at all. Would not tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got a point there. You definitely got a point. It, it, it's you definitely got a point. You feel like, like after y'all break up, whatever, and like for for you, like, would you care about like, because it, like, would you care about the fact that if she's prettier than you or ugly than you, like, you don't really care about that? Um, no, I won't say I don't care. I don't think I'd ever like publicly announce it like I don't, you know i guess something you think about is something you probably talk about with your very close friends yeah. but like in the grand scheme of things no it's not that important like yeah. oh well she's prettier she's skinnier she's taller like okay there's a thousand million people who are skinnier prettier and taller or whatever yeah. more attractive than you are yeah so you you know get used to it yeah. <laughs> like you're never gonna be the prettiest person in the room most yeah. likely <laughs> i got you though i think i think I don't know. Some guys be like, "Man, let me see. like I, I I like I have to I I don't have to keep in contact with them, but I I like look over probably on social media or something, 
and see who who our next dude is. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, we probably be like, man, that ain't nothing. So we all, like, ours is like, we have a pride. You know what I'm saying? So it's more of a a pride and a a man thing. So I don't know. I I think women, we definitely do it. Like, we definitely, like, it could be somebody from 10, 15, 20 years ago, and you're just like, Oh, I wonder how so and so's doing. Like they yeah. cross your mind, and you go and look, and you're like, oh, is that their new wife? <laughs> like that's they're married. Yeah. Wow, that's who they're married to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> like I said, it's something you do personally. It's not something you to go out pronouncing to the world. Like, oh, so and so got this ugly girlfriend, or so and so's girlfriend so much prettier than me. I don't, I don't think we'd ever do that. But I think it's you know humans are curious. We're curious by nature. I got you. I think, I, I'm going to say it, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like women are more petty about it than, than, than like, men when it comes to certain things like that? Well, I would have thought so, but now I'm not sure because you said men do that, and I didn't even think men did that. Like, go back and look at their ex's current uh, partners. I didn't even think men did that. I really thought that was, like, a woman thing. No. So now I'm we probably on the same page because y'all probably be texting y'all homeboys too like look at this nigga like, look at this man <laughs> you know what I'm saying like look at this man that's so and so when you remember so and so look at her yeah. new dude like y'all probably text y'all's homeboys the same way we text our girls and be like look at this girl what do you think yeah. they be like why I'm like just tell me what you think <laughs> <laughs> like who is she you yeah. tell them who it is like oh she ain't that cute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, you're right, though. Hmm. And so now I'm thinking it's probably an even playing field when it comes to that petty situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, it does, it it just depends on, like, how you handle the relationship. I think, like, uh, if, if the man messed up the relationship, then, like, we can, we can always, like, go back to that if, if we ever wanted to. You know what I mean? It's like, an option mm-hmm. be like hey babe look i changed this right. isn't that then it, it goes from there but i think if if a woman you know messed up the guy's like man forget that i ain't i ain't doing that yeah. you know what i mean like it's it's a it's a prize it's a it's a male ego that we have mm-hmm. and that's just how we you know we, we operate I think, you know, it's, 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 there is like typically that door that's still kind of cracked open a little bit for women more so. Um, cause we always just think like, what if, what could happen? Like what would have been, but then like men really get hurt when like a woman's done, like yeah. not coming back and you can try to weasel your way back through that little crack yeah. and men really be like upset and heartbroken over I'm done. Like, I'm really, truly 100% done. I do not want you back ever. Not For now, sure. not tomorrow, not in the future, never. I don't want you back. For sure. <laughs> and it's like, really, y'all really take that as like a blow to your pride. It's like, it oh, is. But that's not what the intention was. Because we always, we like, back in our mind is like, she going to be there. Whatever whatever happens, she going to be there. She ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's a, that's so weird to me. That's that's how that's just how we think, like man, because we we think like, what can I get away with? Let me see what can I get away with. Mm-hmm. If I get away with it one time, I can I can get away with it. So you can't say anything. You have to check it right then and there. You don't check it, cool. I'm gonna get away with it. Mm-hmm. So if I keep doing it, and that's not a problem, right? But if y'all do it, you're like, no, like we ain't having that. At all. It's a million ego. Yeah. That is true. We gonna fix it though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know at this point. It's just nature at this point because it's all the same. And I know y'all didn't all get into a room together and be like, "Y'all, we ain't gonna stand for this." Yeah, <laughs> at this point, it's just nature. <laughs> like Steve Harvey wrote a book about it. Man, forget Steve. Like <laughs> he was a king of comedy, but now man, forget him. Right now, he wants his daughter. So we like that's how we pay back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just how we think, y'all. It's crazy. That's probably really the person you need to ask about heartbreak is Lori Harvey because she seems to deal with it well if she ever is heartbroken. She doing her thing, though. I mean, she 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 she, she, get, she doing her thing. That's all I got to say. Yeah, she has the formula. Yeah. 
That that and the Kardashians. I, I don't know. The Kardashians be doing some petty stuff. Like they be doing some petty stuff when they be breaking up with these people. But they but they know everybody want them. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely nothing for them to go, you know, move on to somebody else. Yeah. We finna get an athlete, we finna get a rapper or whatever. We finna get somebody. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, Me, me, I'm next. <laughs> like, what about me? Right. <laughs> Let me sign your deal. But I feel like the Kardashians definitely take a petty route and like try to tear people down before, <laughs> like at the end. Oh yeah. What's the craziest thing that if you can say you, you don't you don't have to answer if you don't want to. What's the craziest thing that uh somebody ever like DM'd you? The craziest thing someone's ever DM'd me. Oh my goodness. I've honestly deleted all the screenshots from my phone. But there's been some wild, like wild things. I mean the one I could think of and it wasn't really like crazy, but it it wasn't not in the nature, but just the, it was just like, you're a crazy person. And I can tell <laughs> like a guy messaged me. Everything seemed fine. Exchange numbers. And then I think he texted me at like 3 AM in the morning yeah. and I didn't message back. And like 12 minutes later, back on the, um, the app, he was like, if you didn't want to talk to me, you could have just said that you didn't have to give me a wrong number. I'm like, it was 3 a.m. <laughs> on a weekday at that, not yeah. even the weekend. Yeah. Like, there's no plausible reason for me to be up at 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just assumed I gave you the wrong number. I mean, it's just stuff like that. I mean, I've been offered um, weird, like, not weird, but just, you know, untraditional relationships. Like, one guy was like, oh, I don't want to date. I'm not really looking for a girlfriend right now. I'm just looking for somebody to travel and have good sex with. I'm like, and you just think you're going to find that on the internet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that all? That's the only requirement? Like, yeah. I don't understand. That's crazy. Um, I had one of mine. I, don't know if I, could, I think I deleted it. It was crazy. Like, I know it's a fake profile, but I was just, it, it made me laugh. Like, it was, too funny. Um the woman profile basically like the 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 bio was like, you know, she does something at a church. Mm-hmm. Right. And then like she DM'd me, which is it wasn't like on my what was it? What like what do you call it? It's not like my general messages, but it was in the the yeah. other one. Right. And she basically said something about, hey, um, Oh, someone like, hey, I'll pay you like a thousand dollars um a month for you to be like my man slave or something like that. And I was just like, I never did like respond to it. And uh, I'm like, a thousand dollars, like I make that <laughs> a week, you know what I'm saying? Like a month. You're like, talking about a month? Yeah. Do what now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely plenty of people looking for sex work or sexual favors on the internet, on these dating sites. It's it's real wild. It's very wild out there. People are people are getting risky. Like this 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 COVID thing, like everybody's shooting their shot. Yeah, it's very real. Women are shooting their shots a lot more and getting real creative with it. You know, it's it's real beautiful to see though. Oh look, I have it right here. It 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 was uh, six in the morning. It, the person said hello. It says I'm I'm seeking for a sugar baby, and I'm willing to take care of you by giving you a thousand dollars twice a week as allowance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those definitely are fakes. Like it's so. People are really, like, losing money, like, buying stuff, like, behind this whole, like, sugar, sugaring relationships and things like that. It's, like, all you have to do is open up YouTube and type in, like, 
sugar baby hoax and hacks or whatever. Yeah. And you'll find so many videos about like people being played. And it's just like, if these people, like, they'll say stuff like that. I've had those messages before, too. And it's like, they'll say stuff like that. And then if you entertain them, then eventually it's like, oh, well, I need you to prove yourself. Correct. If you if you go and buy $100 in Bitcoin yeah. and send it to me or you yeah. go buy a gift card or whatever. And it's like, if somebody really has money, they're not going to ask you to prove yourself yeah. or they're not going to ask you to spend money. Like, it's, it's real wild. That's but wild. a lot of people are... I don't want to say the word I want to say. I say gullible because the other word is very, very, uh, very, very gullible, and and they they be like really falling in love. Like you, you like remember like how catfish you know started, mm-hmm. and people was getting catfish. I'm just like, if you can't show me your face, like ain't right. no point of us talking. You know what I mean? No, like seasons like one through three, maybe I'd say four. Like, okay, I can understand yeah. some of these catfish stories. But now so we're in season eight, I yeah. think, like eight or nine at yeah. this point, and y'all are still getting catfish. Yeah. Y'all are still sending people yeah. money, like strangers you've never, never seen a day in your life. Money. Love it. It's very wild. The technology is crazy. It's, but it's not even that. Like they're not even doing anything. Like I mean, you can really. People have pushed this catfish thing very far. Like Correct. you can push it far. You can Photoshop. You Correct. can I don't know, you were probably even FaceTime and I'm sure they probably have some app where you can put a filter over your face and make you look completely different. Yeah. Or change your gender or anything. Yeah. And people are still getting catfish with like text-free app numbers yeah. <laughs> like oh I, I you have an iphone i see it's i it's like our messages are sending yeah. blue and gray yeah. but you can't facetime me yeah. your camera's broke yeah. like how that's the so, front the front camera broke right. but what about the back right <laughs> like it's so rare to have two broken cameras on an iphone like yeah. it just does not happen that way iphone for to have like five cameras on it so all five cameras are like right. not working <laughs> I mean, it'll be simple things like the URL will literally say the person's real name. And it's like, you didn't look at the URL? Like, yeah. You did no research. Yeah. None at all. But gave plenty of money. Gave them plenty of money. Sent them thousands of dollars. Like you was missing your rent and not eating, sending these people money. The 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 guy probably, whoever the person is that probably invented OnlyFans was like, I found an idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People are sending money. They don't even know. Let me create this app. Yep, absolutely. People will send money on the internet for anything. Like, there's people who do it. Now, me being, like, well, of course, like, you know, me still being single. And, like, now with the OnlyFans, a lot of girls are definitely trying to, like, make me buy their a link. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not finna buy you a link. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't know you. Why are you asking me this? Like, go <laughs> go to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I don't got time. But has any guy ever asked you to, like, buy their OnlyFans link? Mm-mm. Nope. See, I don't know what the, like, other side of, like, the dating apps look like. Mm-hmm. You know, the female side. But, like, the man side, it's very obvious, like, whose profile's real, who are not the type of people you want to associate with. Like, it's very obvious. It's so obvious. And so I think it's it's probably much easier for us to decipher, like, no. Uh-uh. And then we're looking more in detail probably than y'all. Like, y'all, like, I see a pretty woman. Okay, yeah, she's cute. I'm going to swipe. I'm going to swipe. I'm going to mm. swipe right on her. We see a man who's handsome. We're like, okay, but let me see. Do you have a bio? Yeah. What's your age? What yeah. do you do for work? Or, yeah. you know, what, what's, let me go into some details. Let me look through your pictures, see yeah. the background. What's in the background yeah. of your pictures? Like, we are really heavily examining before we swipe that, <laughs> before we swipe right on that. <laughs> so I think we discern more who we think is compatible with us than men. So we ain't, I'd probably never swipe on someone who, whose profile even exudes the image of they having OnlyFans. Yeah. That type of OnlyFans. I got you. Boys, they do that. Men, we, we trying to look, we, we look at, we look at their bio. We look at, like you said, the background. We look at the pictures that they take. Mm-hmm. 
if you're showing something in your picture, you want attention. If you're not showing, you cover yourself up or you're not pointing the camera, you know what I mean? Like, the, the angles you take it, it's like you can definitely tell by a person. You're like, man, you know what? She got confidence. Like, she's happy about herself. If a person is showing you something, then they want attention. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's how we look at things like that. So how are y'all getting fooled into OnlyFans links? Because guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> guys out there are willing to do anything. They, it's, a, it's a fantasy. It's like, oh my God, I can have the contact with this pretty girl. <laughs> let, let me subscribe to it. And I'm just like, oh my God, like... Like, I wish I could, like, work at a bank sometimes mm-hmm. so, I could see, <laughs> so I could see what customers be, like, buying. Let's see bank records. Yeah. I'm like, this dude right here, I'll probably be like, I'll probably be like, man, I got so-and-so. Hey, did the dude right here go finesse him right now? <laughs> Just give you percentage out of that. Right. Just, hey, come over here right now. Like, this man is, um, like, why did my call, people call in the bank? Why did my card decline? <laughs> well, your 54 OnlyFans payments <laughs> processed this morning. <laughs> and it, it, de- it depleted your bank account. So, <laughs> you don't, like, have any money because you're on OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, is there is websites that are free that you can, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, that's that's mental as well too, because mm-hmm. the person you see only fan you ain't gonna meet that person. Yeah, that person gonna show you a video, pretend they talking to you, present you this this idea of one day y'all gonna work out, mm-hmm. and y'all don't. <clears throat> yep, yep. But I think it's like I don't know. I guess it's that personal con- that you know semi personal connection. I don't know. Especially for people who don't get out much or who maybe don't feel the best about themselves. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's very strange. But it's just like proof that you can sell anything. Like, you can literally sell anything. Somebody is going to consume it. There's yeah. somebody who will consume what you're selling. Because, like, like, you know... Everybody, there's people got different preference about like about like what they want out of a you know a female or a man you know what I mean, and like when you think of OnlyFans you think of like pretty you know model chicks. There's there is some BBWs in there mm-hmm. making the killing. There's some old people in there making yeah. the killing, and it's like just guys. We just we just be like, I want that. Yeah. We just we just be like. Want it, everything. Like, if it walks, <laughs> we want that. You know what I mean? I'm just like, y'all boys, like, I'll let y'all have that. You know right. what I mean? Like, women is more like, that's what I was trying to say. Like, women are more mental. Mm-hmm. Guys are more physical. Yeah. We have definitely. to we have to see something. Like, I mean, right now, it, it's at attention. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Women is like, more like, hey, you know, it's a vibe, it's the connection, it's like I see a future with this person. Mm-hmm. Guys is like, I, I don't care. I, I don't care. When the when <laughs> lights turn off, it's, it's, just, it's exactly. whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I was like, I don't know. I've heard it multiple times. I was reading it somewhere. They're like, men receive love via like physical touch. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy how... And it's like, it's kind of like, you know, they have to show up so strong and and hard and tough in this world. So it, like, makes sense, though. Like, when you go home, you just want somebody to, like, hold you and coddle you, basically. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, that's pretty much, like, that's pretty much, like, what we want. Like, sometimes we can be, like, a big baby. You know what I'm saying? We just want to be holding and touch and be like, babe, you got this. Like, you know, I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? Just, like, rub my back. You know what I'm saying? Just give me a hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like let me be in your your lap. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. be like that. But I think women more the same thing. I mean, y'all want, you know, y'all feet rub, feet back. You know, like, rub your back and all that. Mm-hmm. Run the bath water, rose petal, candles. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I think it's just like two different reasons. Like men want it to like kind of escape the reality, and women want it more so to like show appreciation and like thoughtfulness. Yeah. Like, oh, you were thinking about me enough to do this, or you were thinking about me today, which led you to do this. Like, it's like the mental thing. Like you said, like I was on your mind. Yeah. You were you were mentally thinking about me, and you put some effort into show it, like to present it in real life. Correct. As men, they're just like, I just need to escape <laughs> from Correct. the mental part of life. That's it. And I just need to be touched. Well, you feel like a baby right now. Right. Man, once I once I get up, I'm back hard again. Right. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Don't tell my body I cry on Little Mermaid now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the first thing y'all get an argument, that's why you was crying Little Mermaid. Right. you like, what the fuck? Like, wow, this is where we are? <laughs> that's what we're doing right now? Now I got that, I, I, I'm going to cry baby from my friends? Right. Like, really? They clowning you too. That's why you crying Little Mermaid, you punker. <laughs> like, damn. Look what you did. But it's, it's, I don't know. We just, we we are definitely you know. We're, I mean, do you like? Do you want a guy to be tough all day every day and be a man all day every day? No, definitely not. Mm-mm. I definitely like appreciate vulnerability and the softness of like a man. Like, I like a man to you know be tough and hard in certain instances, but like I definitely enjoy like the softness. Like when it's just us. I don't want to see that person. Like, leave that person in the streets. Like, present that person to other people. But like, when it's just us, I don't. I don't need to know that person. I don't need to know the person who's cussing and cussing out people and yeah. having, you know, that stern or whatever. No, love me. Talk to me like you love me. <laughs> like, don't don't be treating me like these people in the streets. <laughs> like, I'm a thug. You right. like you're behind him. He's not a thug. Right, not. <laughs> but you're not, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Babe, ain't that right? I'm a thug. You like yes, babe. Yeah, He's exactly. Not. You are such a thug outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't want a man to feel like they have to be strong and and stuff. The whole no, not all day, every day. Definitely not. Mm-mm. On my last podcast, we talked about how society um, taught us that you know, as as men, especially you know, black men, Latin men, that we always have to feel, um, like, tough all the time. You know what I mean? Like, if we show any signs of us being vulnerable, then we weak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, we are stuck to that. Yeah. Because now, like... You look on social media, you see a lot of young kids killing young kids. You know what I'm saying? Because now it's like, for example, um, growing up, if you got beat up, you got beat up. Everybody at the fight saw you got beat up. Right. Now you get beat up, it's it's on the internet. Right. So now you got to F that. I'm going to go show him up now. Mm-hmm. Now he made fun of me and, and like uh, – made fun of me throughout the whole world, now I got to, you know, get one above him. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, that happens. And that just, I I don't I don't see that ever fixing. Like, we're never going to fix that. Yeah, it's, it was supposed to get better. <laughs> and it's, like you said, it's gotten so much worse. Like, I even saw a video recently, like maybe sometime last week or the week before where, this girl's mom like was encouraging her to fight another yeah. girl and it like pulled up to Walmart yeah. and she like one of them had a knife and stabbed the other one in the heart and yeah. it's like wow this is crazy like it's like you said back in the day you get beat up you get beat up yeah. okay you get up you go to school maybe some people crack a few jokes yeah you move on yeah <laughs> you live you move on yeah it wasn't no bringing weapons to school and fighting it was uh-uh. but it's definitely take a turn for for the worse and i don't know i mean i guess it's that whole thing it's like i'm not about to be embarrassed on the internet correct so i'm embarrassed you before you can embarrass me and the best way to embarrass you or the biggest way to embarrass you is to kill you correct so it's definitely got out of hand and i don't know where the turn went or where it happened but i hope it's fixable 
I hope it's not a lost cause. Yeah. I mean, Pop said it best after Friday. You know what I'm saying? You win some, you, you lose some, but you live to see another day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, that goes that goes over a lot of people's head. And it's like, okay, if you did get beat up, the internet does see it. Probably the same day, next day, something else is trending. Mm-hmm. So whatever that happens, it happened. Yep. Let it go, your pride. Long. News does not last long on the internet. Because you got to think about a, 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 a split second. If I retaliate, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? And they are going to find you nowadays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody glued to the cell phones, too. Mm-hmm. You got people. And this is, this is the thing, too, is that people get on social media and incriminate themselves. Yep. They be with guns. They be with drugs. Cops are looking at your they social are media. On, they are on the internet just <laughs> like you are on the internet. They are on the internet. And they have really figured out the internet. Yes. Like they, they got keywords. Yes. <laughs> like if you type this word, your information is getting sent to the police to Black. be investigated further. Black. <laughs> there's a, there's, um, it was a Caucasian kid. I, I forgot what game he was playing. And he was saying that he got mad and said, he was on live saying, I'm going to shoot the school. That same day, cops pulled up, mm-hmm. arrest the kid. He was probably like 13 or 14. The mama trying to vouch for him. Yeah. Cops ain't trying to hear none of that. None of that. They don't, they that is a terrorist that. attack threat. Mm-hmm. You are going to jail. You are going to jail. <laughs> I don't care what color you is. Your butt going to jail. You're going to jail. Exhibited signs of violence. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot risk this. Yeah, that's what people. Yeah, and this is and this is what time where you know it was it was a trend that people are bringing guns to school and shooting up school. I mean, we 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 had an incident at school when I want to say it was like Hitler Day. Uh, don't quote me on the on the date, but it was like a Hitler Day, and everybody black. Mexican knew about it. They was like, man, so-and-so going to bring the gun to school. This and that. My mom and dad was like, all right, like, okay, stay home. Mm-hmm. But now it's, it's like kids don't even, kids that are going through it, they need help. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's more like they're seeking out for attention. Yeah, definitely. It, it, I don't know. It, that's another story. But what can you do, though? I don't know. All you can do is continue, like you know, try to preach love, acceptance into these kids, and hope they get the message. And honestly, sometimes you gotta limit the outside exposure that they get from social media and the TV shows and all of that. Even though I think the TV shows when I was growing up was a lot. <laughs> they oh. had a lot going on that you ain't realize until you was an adult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, actually some of these TV shows nowadays, I'm like, wow. Like Cartoon Network has really yeah. pushed the envelope with some of these shows. Yeah. Like this is not a kid's show at all. Not no. by any means. No. I remember one incident um some kid at high school, um, rock the same bus, whatever. And um, Elijah's more, he more to himself. He don't really bother nobody. He stays in his own circle and things like that. And he got a couple of friends that, you know, that live around here. And um, one day this kid was like, I don't know, a lot of kids making fun of this kid. And um, he just looked like he could tell a kid going through something. Mm-hmm. So me being me, I'm like, hey, I, 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 I was like, hey, come here quick. I talked to the kid. I was like, man, you all right? Because the kids was like going ham on him, mm-hmm. like nonstop. Like you can tell he finished start crying. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, man, you all right? Like, like, like what's going on? And he was talking to me. He's like, man, I'm having a bad day. Everybody's picking on me. This isn't that. 
And, like, you can tell he was, like, finna lose it. But the more I talked to him, the calmer he became. Mm-hmm. And I told Elijah, I was like, hey, start being cool. Start, you know, making your... Start making your uh, objective to be cool with this kid. Right. Because you never know. Like, he 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 could have, might, like, went to school and shop everybody. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you notice him... He gonna give you a pass. Mm-hmm. He gonna be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You're my friend. You're my friend. Because kids, they have a list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what you see on TV is like, oh, okay, oh, so and so number one, two, three. They have a list. So I'm like Elijah, you like you have to realize what you got right now is great, but it can be easily taken away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids right now want what you have. Yep. And a lot of kids are very like they don't understand the, the process of what we bring to them. Mm-hmm. They don't think the cost of it. Yeah. They just know that they got it. Mm-hmm. A lot of tell every lot, like when he was younger, he was like, "Oh, my dad got it. My dad got it. I ain't worried about it. He mm-hmm. he got money." And then he got started saying that we got money. I was like, "No, no, no. <laughs> I got money. Right. You, have you got nothing." <laughs> absolutely nothing <laughs> but that but that's how it was like growing up like i remember like my mom my dad having money you know what i'm saying on payday you know what i'm saying like we going to mcdonald's mm-hmm. you know how happy we was going to mcdonald's mm-hmm. because we couldn't have mcdonald's every day right but the fact that we had it today oh we turning up mm-hmm. it's a party <laughs> kids now I'm like i want mcdonald's every day they want mcdonald's i'm like mcdonald's ain't free right it's not free and it's Definitely not an everyday outing. My son be talking about Chipotle, and he'll be like, Wingstop. And like, uh, wow, what's the other one? He like, uh, Five Guys. Mm-hmm. He stay on those. <laughs> I'm like, son, we got to learn how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> You're expensive. You got expensive taste. I'm like, you need a job. <laughs> and like, when he was in like elementary, they had what, uniforms. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he had, like, he had, like, the red polo and a khaki. I'm like, today you working at Target. Like, <laughs> you pretty good. And he was like, so, so the next day after that, he had blue. I said, well, you working at Walmart or, or Best Buy? Like, pick one. Like, you pretty good. Yeah, the kids, they're definitely getting way more expensive. Like, just to... Give a kid like a childhood, like video games are expensive. Sports activities are expensive. It's just like, dang, I don't remember. (laughs) It couldn't have been this expensive when I was a kid because I definitely wouldn't have done half the things I did if it was this expensive. I know, right? I remember one thing uh, I did, which uh, I wanted, me and my my twin brother, um, shout out to my twin. Uh, we wanted to like everybody in, in the circle that we had was like in Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. so we begged our parents for Boy Scouts, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me why my <laughs> tell, tell me why this. So we go, we we excited about it, whatever we learning, you know the 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 guide of, of being a Boy Scouts, right? And um. We had um, the next a couple months passed, whatever. We had uh, first time camping, right? Mm-hmm. So the day before, my dad bought us all the gear that we need, right? We go camping. Horrible time. <laughs> city, for us being city people, and then now we're in the country, we're in the right. woods. Right. <laughs> we, don't know, we still don't know how to survive. So... I'm telling you, nature whooped my butt. Like, I'm telling you, I couldn't build no fire. Like, I'm sleeping in a tent, yeah. sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ain't no TV on. Like, <laughs> it was horrible. Realize real quick, not the life for me. <laughs> I told my dad the next day, back from camp, I said, I'll be good. I promise don't ever do that to me again. I was like, I'm not doing that. I was like, Dad, I want to quit. I want to quit. I'm done with Boy Scouts. <laughs> do you know how my dad was so mad? But he he allowed me to do it. Right. But he was pissed. Like, 
I want to say he spent easily, because it's a twin. Mm-hmm. So it's two. Right. Easily $400, $500 on Boy Scout. <laughs> just for y'all to turn around and say we don't want to do it. Just didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one sign in Boy Scout, and I was hungry. That's all I, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to know. When I was hungry, that's it. Like, right. hey, I'm hungry. I need that. Scott's honor. Oh, yeah, all that. I mean, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. <laughs> but now Boy Scout's crazy now. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy, though. But I appreciate the. Is there anything else you want to mention or ask me anything before we end this up? No, nothing. Nothing can come to mind right now. Good conversation. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I appreciate it. I enjoy you. Always, you know, welcome whenever you want to come. You know, let me know. We can definitely set something up. But I appreciate it though. It's been a very good one. I'm very excited to see um how it turns out. So I appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Anytime. Y'all already know my slogan, don't let anybody steal your peace. And I'm out. Later.